Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Truly do appreciate having you guys with us. Thank you so much for making that happen. Um, My friends at uh, the McCord Law Firm heard you. They say, Mark, we heard you. Thank you, Mark. Guys, I'm so sorry I forgot that at the beginning. I'm so, so sorry. I I blame the fact that uh, my brain is, is filled I, my head is stuffed right now. That's all I can say. Uh, but I appreciate you guys so much, Diesel. I've got this thing that I do whenever I say to somebody, like in real life, hey, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I'm going to give you a shout on the show. I've got this thing where I say to them, I'm only going to do it if you're listening. If you're not listening, I'm not going to do it. And I'll know if you're listening or not. I say, I say that every time I'm going to give a shout out to somebody. And so I said that to them today. I said, if you're not listening, I'm not going to do it. And I imagine them sitting there saying, but we are listening. What is happening? We are listening right now. We're listening. Sorry, guys. That is totally my bad. But I want to let you know you're awesome. And um, thank you so much for all your help. Made, uh, made this process so super easy. The McCord Law Firm. Uh, Okay, so we've got a lot of name ideas coming in, right? Because evidently, Louisiana is in the process of um, nicking my Florida Gator name, which you can't do, okay? Like, come on, you should be able to trademark this. You should be able to patent this. Texter says the South Carolina fire ants. I like it, Texter. There's a lot of states that have fire ants. Um, Snapping turtle is a cooter. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Where I come from, Cooter is a slang name for something I shouldn't talk about on the radio. Okay? Otherwise known as a um, hoo-ha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or an Oregon State. There you go. Mark, there is only one name for a Carolina team, the Reapers, after the Pepper. So says Grant and Five Forks. We've heard of the Reapers. Grant and Five I Forks, like that was Reaper. my idea. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Dave Tyner says the Carolina Copperheads. Uh, how about the South Carolina Cherokee Warriors? Texter says, uh, let's see here. Well, it's positive and lawyers. I bet I know who it is. Uh, I'll tell you, great, great people. Uh, let's see here. Mark, I can explain what I think is going on with the sports scene here in the upstate. 
they are against pro hockey, not just pro sports. If it were an NFL team, I think people would jump on board. But then you think about all the things this area is against, though, Texter. They're against the NBA here, right? But you can't have a pro team Uh because there's already two pro teams bracketing the city. So get that out of your mind, Texter. Pro football ain't happening because Charlotte and Atlanta already have it. Closest hockey team is in Raleigh. That's four hours away. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Maybe it's because my property taxes have nearly doubled in the last four years. I don't want to donate anymore to a billionaire. Uh, Texter, where do you live? Because my property taxes have not doubled in the past few years. Tell me, tell me the truth, Texter. Did you just make up that number doubled? Because I don't believe you when you say doubled. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I got to say the city of Spartanburg simply doesn't want a pro sports team. Need an example? Look at Talladega Super Speedway. These are the 411 on that. We had a speedway. Yeah. We had a NASCAR race. Why did we get rid of it? Uh, so the 411 on that is uh, apparently... Talladega Motor Speedway or Talladega Super Speedway was originally proposed to be in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And this is this is info that we've gleaned from text messages when we when we brought this up in the past. But the officials in Spartanburg, now this is, mind you, this was in the late 1960s, shut this down because they didn't want all the additional traffic and growth, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but Texter, are you saying that that People who didn't want something nearly 60 years ago still have some sort of control over the comings and goings of the city of Spartanburg because they broke ground on Talladega in 1968. That was 55 years ago. I would be shocked if more than maybe two or three public officials who were on staff in government 55 years ago are still there. That would be an extremely long career. Are you saying that the people of Spartanburg haven't changed in 60 years? Are you saying that people in power haven't changed? I can tell that this frustration that Diesel and I feel is going to be like an ongoing theme of the offseason. Because, guys, the reality is this, you know, our area, our beautiful area, with unbelievable people, and the people make the place no matter where you are, okay? I've moved 18 times. The people either make the place or they fail the place. The people make this place. There, there is undeniable growth happening here. There's nothing you can do about it, okay? Nothing. Unless you want to, and I remember two or three years ago, this was one of the topics where Diesel and I fought the most, I said to Diesel, and I still think I'm right, by the way, um, that in our lifetimes, the crowding problem in this country is going to get so bad that I think cities are going to have population cap limits where you're not allowed to live there. You're not allowed to move anywhere you want because there's already too many people there. And it's hurting the quality of life of those natural citizens, right? And Diesel says, no, Mark, that's... You know, that's un-American. It is. You know, a free land. Go where you want. But we've got an overcrowding problem here. And we just happen to live in a place where it's not too bad yet. Okay? Go. Uh, I moved here from Houston five years ago. 
um, it takes you two hours, depending on the time of the day, to go six miles in Houston, Texas. Um, So realize that this growth is happening here, and it's happening independent of what you want or what I want. This area, over the last three years, has added more people than Charlotte, okay? This area, over the last three years, has added as many people as Atlanta. So when you, if you want to consider how an area is going to be classified over time, look at the rate in which it is growing, okay? This area is growing faster than Charlotte, on par with Atlanta. You may not like it. My parents, every time they visit here, I want to say in the five years that I've been here, my parents have visited four or five times. Um, every time they come, they're like, more cars here than the last time. More cars than the last time. I get the sense that they don't like it, okay? Uh, but they would rather have it be the way that it was when they first came here May of 2019. But it's unavoidable. So you can either put your head in the sand and act like the growth isn't happening and say to yourself, I want to go back to the way things were, which is impossible, or you can be part of the growth. And so, you know, my plea to the area, using this great platform that we have, this relationship with the community that we have built with you, okay, um, is to say, let's, let's go with the growth, not against it. You know, let's not put up roadblocks to the growth that is inevitably happening. And part of that is an open-mindedness to upgrading the sports scene that's here, to supporting the sports teams that we have that are here more than we are. Greenville Swamp Rabbits deserve more of your support. Greenville Triumph deserve more of your support. Greenville Drive deserve more of your support. New minor league team in Spartanburg deserves more of your support. We're a very sports-passionate area, but college football and high school football are the only two sports that receive A-level support in this area, okay? It's the only two sports. You know, um, Diesel and I went back and we looked at, like, our, our analytics for last year, what clicks, what doesn't. It doesn't matter what month of the year it is, okay? In the month of May, Clemson football in South Carolina, um, those give us better numbers than anything else. In the month of June, Clemson football, South Carolina football, better numbers than anywhere else. Okay? Like, let's diversify the palette a little bit here. Okay? Let's, let's support the teams that we have in the hopes that it'll lead us to continued growth as a sports market down the line. Okay? What's so bad about that? Nothing. I say nothing. All right, my friends. So I thought this was interesting. Um, Forbes has a list out of the most valuable NFL franchises heading into this season. And um, like what strikes me is, you know, I think we, we draw a line. We, 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 there's a separation between the value of an NFL franchise, right? There's a separation between the value and the brand power. Those two things aren't always aligned. And I can share this with you. Okay, if I say to you, 
what are the five biggest brands in the National Football League? Five biggest brands. Okay, like you could show the logo in any state and or any country. And people in Thailand could tell you what this logo is because of the brand power, right? To me, the biggest brands in the NFL are, in some order, the Bears, the 49ers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Green Bay Packers, and the Dallas Cowboys. Those, to me, five biggest brands in the NFL, okay? Brand power. Number, the the rating number, Green Bay versus Dallas in the playoffs was gargantuan. But in terms of franchise value, those things don't line up. Here are the most valuable franchises in the NFL. Las Vegas Raiders, New York Giants, Los Angeles Rams, New England Patriots, and yes, the Dallas Cowboys. So which is it? Which is it? Does does current value of the brand, does that make you the biggest brand? Or is there more to it than that? Because as I look at this, folks, the Green Bay Packers are the 20th most valuable franchise in the NFL. They're publicly owned. They are in the very smallest market that has a pro sports team. And what's happened in Green Bay is exactly what the initial owner of the Carolina Panthers hoped would happen here. North and South Carolina, they are the Carolina Panthers, right? Carolina Panthers now might as well be the North Carolina Panthers. You know, I've had South Carolina fans, you fans who are listening to this show right now, say, please, Mark, call them the North Carolina Panthers. We don't want to be associated with them anymore. There was an attempt to unite both states under the flag of the Carolina Panthers. But with the Green Bay Packers, the whole state of Wisconsin claims them. Yeah, they're called Green Bay. They might as well be called the Wisconsin Packers because Green Bay is the team for everybody who lives there, right? Everybody who lives there. Um, Buffalo is a blue-collar brand, but in terms of number of fans... Man, I'm here to tell you, I think it's Dallas, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, 49ers, and Bears. How am I? Biggest brands in the NFL. Obviously, that isn't the case in terms of value. I think it is the case in terms of brand power, in terms of fan power. But what say you? Did I leave anybody out? 844-326-3663 is the number. Will Jim Harbaugh ultimately be remembered as a better college coach or a better NFL coach? Jay Crane, Crane and Company, part of the Real Daily Wire, joins us next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate. Pardon my voice, working through it. Joining us right now, blossoming superstar, host of the National Sports Show, Crane and Company, part of the Real Daily Wire. Uh, every Tuesday during the football season, he joins us around this time. And uh, great to be graced by his presence yet again. Jake J-Boy Crane right now on Offsides. Hope all is well, my friend. Jake, in your professional opinion, what is the conclusion of Dabo not using the transfer portal? How does this particular story end? Well, I mean, it's just hard for me to sit here. And, and look, I've got a lot of respect for Dabo. I mean, what he's done at Clemson, uh, he's, he's the top of the top. But it goes back to a very simple saying, you adapt or die. You're either evolving or you're dissolving. What, one of the biggest compliments that, that I think you give Nick Saban or, or give anybody that, that has been at the top of their game for a long time is that even when they've gotten to the top, they have the ability to be malleable. They understand that, you know, just because I had some – stock market solution that worked in 2015 doesn't mean it's going to work in 2018. I mean, I think you go back to Nick Saban being upset with, with the hurry up, no huddle, right? And what did he do? He complained about it, realized it wasn't going to change. So he went and became one of the best at it. And we saw what happened uh, in 2020. We, we've seen their offense evolve, the RPO game and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm very worried. And, it, and it's, it, I believe I've said this, it's kind of like my, my grandmother with her toaster. 
You know, she's had the same toaster for like 25 years, and she always cooks a big breakfast, loves to use that toaster. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. At some point, you got to go buy a new toaster, man. Like, you, you got to go buy one. And Dabo just refuses to buy a new toaster. And I, I always said it's going to come down to moral Dabo versus competitive Dabo. Who's going to win? And at least up to this point, he hasn't budged. And, I mean, I, I don't feel good about it looking at Clemson's future, even with the 12-team playoff. Jake, you know, it's been a common refrain now for five years plus as people have been predicting Nick Saban's retirement. You don't want to be the guy who follows the guy. You want to be the guy who follows the guy who follows the guy. So in your mind, with the pushback that Kalen DeBoer has received from Alabama fans, which I can't even fathom, the guy is so ridiculously successful everywhere he's been. He's about as close to a home run hire as it gets. Uh, do you think that it makes the Alabama job even minutely less attractive to a future head coach? And and what kind of guy would it have taken to make Alabama fans happy other than cloning Nick Saban and de-aging him about 20 years? Yeah, well, I thought they were just going to fuse his brain. I thought AI was going to get to the point before he retired that they just fused his brain into like a C-3PO robot and the Sabatron 3000 just roamed the sidelines until the meteor hits. But look, there's nobody that Alabama could have hired that there would not have been backlash on because it's not Nick Saban. He's the greatest of all time, right? He's, he's King Henry the 14th. He's the one who set it all up. There's nobody that's going to be better. Kalen DeBoer is a great hire. He's an incredible football coach. But the whole reason that, that I was saying the same thing that you were just said about being the guy that follows the guy that, that, that followed the guy is because you could be really good, and it's never going to be good enough. You're not getting that first kiss again, right? And, and we've seen this happen when, when goats retire. It's just part of it. Uh, now, I don't think it makes the Alabama job less attractive because you would be the guy that followed the guy that followed the guy. And maybe if they're not as dominant, and let's not forget, Alabama hasn't won a national championship in the last three years. So it's not like they're coming off like Georgia, where they've won two out of the last three, but that expectation is still as high as it's ever been. And the standard of dominance is not going to be lowered in the eyes of the fans. So I, I feel for Kalen DeBoer because you can be really good and it's still not going to be good enough. I I commend him for taking the job. He's got balls to take the job. I don't think it was a super smart move. Now, if if they struggle for a while and the next guy comes in, maybe that expectation would be lowered a little bit, but I think it's going to be like this for a long time. Now, I've continued to say, and I will continue to say, that I think Kalen DeBoer's success level at Alabama all depends on what happens when it starts going bad on the field because it inevitably always does for everybody. It's cyclical. So what happens if you go up to Wisconsin week three and lose that game and then you get Georgia at home and lose that game? Is it going to just be backlash to the point where people are, are walking up to the mayor's house with pitchforks and torches? I don't know. But we've seen it so far, and it has not been great when it comes down to, to kind of the, the way Kalen DeBoer has gone about, you know, with some of these guys leaving, with Caleb Downs. Now you see Julian Sand going to Ohio State. So, look, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, Diesel, you guys know as well as I do, he could be really good, but it's never going to be good enough. Jake Crane, Crane & Company, joining us here offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, the fan upstate. Jake, will Jim Harbaugh – ultimately be remembered as a better NFL or college coach? 
Um, you know, it's, I think he's going to have success in the NFL if he goes back there. So if he's able to go win a Super Bowl, you know, I think it puts him in that rare air uh, with Pete Carroll and, and uh, Jimmy Johnson as guys that won both. But I, I tell you what, I, I think the way that Michigan has dominated Ohio State the last three years, the way they've flipped the script, finally getting them back to the mountaintop, I think he's going to be remembered for what he did in college, especially if he goes to the NFL and it doesn't work. Now, we all know the NFL is more popular, as crazy as it sounds, than college football. So if he goes and wins the Super Bowl, that's obviously going to be the forefront of, of some people's minds. But I just – I don't know, man, just instinctually – I think he's going to be remembered for what he did in college. Jake, it's been a few weeks uh, since the quote from Vanderbilt coach Jerry Stackhouse when he said out loud, Ole Miss has the best team money can buy. Now, I didn't have a problem with him saying that. It's true. You can't get mad at the truth. What I had a problem with when it came to Jerry Stackhouse is he said, we don't get junior and senior transfers we get freshmen and sophomores, which to me felt like such a damn defeatist attitude uh, from a coach who's got a whole lot of pedigree and his star as a coach was rising. So first of all, is it possible? Is it possible for Vanderbilt to get out of the dregs in more than just baseball in your mind? And why in the hell would you even take a job when you feel like you don't have the tools whatsoever to be competitive in your league? Well, well, listen, I mean, he, he does have a point, as, you know, as some schools do, that Vanderbilt has, goes about it a different way. That's why they're cellar dwellers in football, that they've become cellar dwellers in basketball. But if you don't like it, how about you quit, man? How about you quit? Just quit then. I don't know. It'd be really tough for me because you're always, as a coach, when you go to the podium or a press conference, the first thing that ought to run through your mind is that if I say this, is it going to help my team or not? I don't see a way in which that helps your team. If you can truly believe that and you can even be right. And at the end of the year, part ways, you're Jerry Stackhouse, man, you're going to be fine. But I don't see how it helps you to go up there and make excuses. I say all the time on Crane and Company, if I want to hear excuses, I'll interview prisoners. I don't want to hear coaches go up there and make excuses on why things aren't going the way they, they want. I mean, Dabo go, goes up there and, and complains about it, but he doesn't do it to the point where it's, it's detrimental to his own team. I just thought it was kind of a shot at not only the place that employs him, but also the team that is playing for him. You're already spir- spiraling down the drain. To me, you might as well put a fork in him. But if you don't like it, then quit. This is America, man. Um, Jake, on that note, having visited Nashville uh, with the wife last August myself, and getting struck by just like you've heard it, you don't realize it until you see it, just how right in the middle of downtown or uptown, whatever it's called, Nashville, Vanderbilt is, it's literally right there. It's like you have to really try to be an afterthought in that city. Like if if they wanted to Mm -hmm. be relevant, if anyone wanted to be relevant, you could not put yourself in a better spot, geographical pin drop, uh, location than where Vanderbilt is. And it is shocking that they can't tap into that. We're doing the bus tour around the city, Jake. They got, the bus driver says, uh, any Vanderbilt fans on board? No one raises <laughs> their hand. He goes, that, he goes, that question is undefeated. All right, so, Jake, I'm going like, to put you in charge because I do think it's possible to change that. Like, how do you make Vanderbilt 
Nashville's team, which would go a hell of a long way to making them relevant again? Well, look, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty simple. And it's funny. Dude, and, and listen, what Brent Key did at Georgia Tech last year is really impressive. I kind of feel the same way about Georgia Tech and where they're at. Like, it's, you're, you're yeah. in, like, the perfect spot. Here's what you do. And it's, it's kind of two-sided, right? Because on one side, I feel like the only reason Vanderbilt's still in the SEC is that so other teams in the SEC can point and say, hey, look, we care about school. We got Vanderbilt. So that's kind of what, what's kept them afloat. And that's where they're able to get this amount of money off the TV revenue by just being in the conference. If you want to make Vanderbilt great, here's what you got to do. You got to say, listen, we got to start playing by everybody else's rules. We've got all these people. This degree's worth so much. We've got all this rich alumni. We've got to find a way to lower the academic standards for athletes. You want to be good or not? Like, that's the question. You're not going to be good not pumping money into things, not having NIL, having an academic standard where it's really hard for guys to be able to come in. Uh, You're never going to win. You're fighting uphill. So at some point, do you put your academic sword down a little bit and say, listen, you want to come here and ball in football? We can find a way to get you in. And I like to quote the coach from the program. I don't know a time when 75,000 people showed up to watch somebody take a chemistry test. Not that school isn't important. It's unbelievably important. And we're losing sight of that the further we go. But if Vandy wants to be good, right, you got to take off that pocket protector and you got to start funneling some money in the program and lower the academic standards. If that doesn't happen, you're going to keep paddling in a circle. Jake, there are question marks that surround all of the top prospects in the NFL draft, which is true essentially every year. But if you're Chicago and you find yourself in the situation that you have personnel-wise, who are you drafting number one overall and why? This, this is such an interesting situation. Because I, I feel like, and I want you all to vibe with me here, that Justin Fields can do it. I, I feel like he really can. It's almost kind of like Lamar a little bit that he really hadn't had a ton of weapons around him. It's amazing what happens when they gave Lamar weapons, MVP again, got a chance to win the Super Bowl. I think Justin Fields is good enough. If I was the Bears, I'm trading that. It's either we want Marvin Harrison Jr. so bad it's not worth trading the pick back, or we'll trade the pick back to be able to collect more picks to put a team around Justin Fields, and that includes the defense that's able to go out there and compete. If it was me, I would trust in Justin. I did not mean for that to rhyme. And I would trade that pick back. There's, it's a very deep receiver draft, too. I would, get, I, would, I would keep Justin and multiply my picks with that because somebody is going to be willing to give all the gold in the vault for Caleb Williams. Somebody's going to do it. So if I'm Chicago, I'm trading that pick back. I'm Kevin Costner in this whole thing. <laughs> we live in a very different world than we lived in 24 hours ago, Jake. Remember that line from the movie? I think that, by, by the way, that's a very underrated sports movie. It doesn't get the credit it deserves. That and Moneyball, man. Got just two great yeah. movies. Jonah Hill ruined baseball. Well, he did. And, and that's the thing. That's to me, hurts the movie. That the fact that that movie helped ruin the sport. Jake, it's awful. Uh, well, I Jake. feel like I feel like Jonah Hill's yeah. the one who sat down and drew up the analytics card in the NFL too. That's true. It feels that well, way. All it says on the card is "Go for it," and then in parentheses it says "Go for two. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and you notice they never factor in. You know, the analytics card just says "Go for it," sixty-two percent conversion rate, but it doesn't factor in who's running the play. 
Is it a good well, play caller, bad caller? Good running back, that, bad running the, back? The part that I think is the funniest is, and we saw this during the Buccaneers game, and I get the NFL extra point is different than the college extra point. Okay, I understand that. I'm not stupid. But this whole and, – and I've had people, probably you went to Vanderbilt, try to explain to me why you go for two when you're down 14 on the first score. But if it's me, I'm going for two on the second score. I don't see any difference at all. I just – man, I, I, I'm trying to win the game. Get me to the point where one play wins the game. Now I don't want to have to go for two when I'm down 14, not get it, and then go for two again. Like, I'm not a mathematician, but I just don't think that makes a lot of sense. And I'll always think that, regardless of of whatever. Jake, uh, so much has been made in the NFL about the propensity for teams to hire offensive head coaches. 69 new head coaches the last 10 years, 46 of them with an offensive background, uh, including the last six Super Bowl head coaches. Uh, Coaches that coached in that game, all on the offensive side of the ball. But as I study it, right, I find that a far greater predictor of coaching success is whether the guy is a culture builder, okay? Not, does he, is he a great play caller? Norv Turner was a great play caller. How did that work out? Is this guy a great culture builder, right, which is uh, a faction of leadership? Who, in your opinion, Jake, NFL or college, are the best culture builders in the sport? That are still in it? Um, I I would say, I mean, you got to go John Harbaugh, right, with with what they've been able to do with the Ravens and recreate that over and over and over again. Uh, When you're looking around the rest of the NFL, you know, I mean, it's it's easy to sit here and look at the the best teams that have the best roster. But to me, to me, it's over time. I think what Mike Tomlin's done in Pittsburgh, not having a losing season in God knows how long, as much turnover as they've had, uh, is unbelievably impressive. Now, when you go to college, um, you know, I, I, I think you've got to look at all levels, right? I, I think what Willie Fritz has been able to do everywhere he's gone, building that culture is unbelievably impressive from a group of five, now power five standpoint, with him being at Houston. I'm excited to see how he does there. I mean, you, you look in the SEC, obviously Nick Saban was, was the master builder when it comes to everything culture. Um, I, you know, I think Josh Heupel's a guy. I think they got a really good culture at Tennessee. I, I really believe that. I think what you're seeing Drinkowitz do right now at Missouri, building that culture to a point where now we'll see how he goes when they're having success. But but to your main point, I, I think sometimes we get too hung up on offensive coach or defensive coach because if you being an offensive coordinator is a a three hundred and or hundred and eighty degree difference than being a head coach. You're just having it's a totally different job. It's like being the secretary of defense and then being the president. They're two totally different things. You have to have different skill sets to be able to do it. And I actually think that culture you're talking about is the most important factor, Mark. I agree with you. It's guys that can tell a team, hey, this is the way we're going to do it. I may be an offensive guy, but I'm a team guy. I'm not just going to hang out with the offense all practice and make it seem like there's two head coaches with the OC and the defensive coordinator. So I agree with you 100%. Um, I think they're all over. Uh, You see them in high school too, but I would much rather have a guy that could build a great culture that may not be the greatest play caller of all time, but there's two factors. This is what it comes down to. It's can you build culture, right? And can you surround yourself as a head coach with hires made to put your team in the best position? A lot of it is who you hire. What made Urban Meyer so good? And he knew who to hire. Like he made great hires for assistance. That's, that's the main job of being a leader outside of creating culture. 
So great culture and a, and a guy who knows how to hire. Tommy Tuberville was another guy who knew how to hire when he was in his heyday. So there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat, but I'll take those two factors over the, any uh, of the other ones. How does Detroit shock the world on Sunday? I've, I'm calling them America's team for this postseason run, Jake. How do they do it? Well, they're gonna, I think they're going to have to catch a couple breaks because the Niners played their bad game last week and they were able to escape. I, I think the weather's going to be better. I know Brock Purdy has carnival hands, um, but I think it, it's, it's not going to be as slippery this week. The, the, problem, the problem is, and the Lions can win. It's the NFL, right? Anything can happen, according to the script. I just don't see a world in which San Francisco plays that bad in all three phases and the Lions play that good in the secondary two straight weeks. I just don't see it happening. And, and I say this all the time. When you're in a sudden-death playoff format where it's win or go home, who are the teams that not only survive but thrive? They're the teams that can win in multiple ways. We see this in the NCAA tournament all the time. I talk about the Auburn team that made the Final Four. Everybody remembers beating Kentucky – Everybody remembers running Kansas out of the gym, but what they don't remember is when Auburn played awful in the first round and beat New Mexico State by a point because a guy missed a wide-open three at the buzzer and Auburn was able to move on. That's what it felt like to me for the 49ers. And there's something to be said for teams that see their playoff life flash before their eyes. It can wake you up very, very quickly. So I think the Lions can win. I actually hope they do. I love Dan Campbell and what he's done there. But I look at the Niners, and the Niners and the Ravens are the two most complete teams in all three phases. And the best tility outside of fertility is versatility, and they've got a lot of it. The best Uh Jay Crane, Crane & Company, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time to 9 a.m. on YouTube every single day. Crane & Company, Real Daily Wire. Awesome stuff as always, Jake. You always deliver. You bring it. Well, look, every man, there, time, there, there's sir. no DiGiorno around here. It's always delivery, baby. There you go. Appreciate you, pal. Have a great one. All right, man. You'll be Jay good. Crane, Jay Crane, Crane and Company, quick witted as well. All right. Up next, despite all odds, this NFL predictor remains unbeaten. My name is Mark Ryan, he's Diesel, and this is Offsides, the Fan Upstate. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Happy Super Tuesday, one and all. Truly great to have you guys with us. Day in and day out here on the show. 
Uh, guys, it is awesome to, uh, to be hanging with you guys today. Uh, look, I'm looking at uh, these, these matchups coming up here. You know, and I'm looking at Detroit and San Francisco, and I'm looking at Baltimore and Kansas City. Okay? Um, I, if I'm to seed these teams right now, it would be San Fran 1, Baltimore 2, Kansas City 3, Detroit 4. San Francisco Detroit is the 1 4 in this matchup, in my opinion. And like Jake Crane said, it's not that Detroit can't win this game. You know, it's, it's not like they can't achieve that or can't accomplish that. I think they most definitely can, right? That this is something that can and will, can, can could happen. But the reality is, guys, uh, Detroit is going to have to play a little bit out of character to get there. If you look at how these rosters are constructed, Detroit is trying to be San Francisco. You know, like their, their skill position, their, their talent level is through the roof. Do you remember they took that inside linebacker from um, uh, Iowa and Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama, uh, transferred to Alabama from Georgia Tech? Those were their two first-round picks. And do you remember what happened to them? They got skewered for those picks. Destroyed. Why? Because people said, well, you did not get positional value that a running back two running backs should not go in the top 12 picks um and Bijan robinson went early right then inside linebacker not a very valuable position why would you do that you know well look at look at where they are now all right jameer gibbs 10 plus touchdowns one of the twitchiest most explosive running backs in the National Football League. Um, 18th pick, Jack Campbell, inside linebacker, Iowa. Fundamentally sound, plugged a starting hole for them. So you can go by somebody's stupid positional value charts. I'll remind you guys of this. You know, the Houston Texans, I want to say they traded with the Carolina Panthers for the pick that became wide receiver Nico Collins. Okay, Um, and everybody said, oh, Carolina, Scott Fitterer destroyed Houston in terms of draft pick value. See, each pick in the draft has a number value attached to it. Oh, Carolina destroyed Houston with it. Yeah, but they got Nico Collins. They got a thousand yard wide receiver. Where is that guy on Carolina? You know, they like to say everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Everyone's got a system until somebody breaks the system. You know, Detroit was made fun of for Jameer Gibbs, made fun of for Jack Campbell. Same old Lions. They got two really dang good starters. And here they are. Here they are. Baltimore, Kansas City, the intangibles of that game fascinate me. You know, you've got Lamar Jackson in Baltimore who – want to stop being the bridesmaid, want to eventually be the bride, want to show that, you know, they can get over the proverbial postseason hump. Lamar Jackson had all of one. Lamar Jackson, if he had lost that game to Houston, would have more MVP trophies than he does playoff wins had he won that game, okay? I mean, had he lost that game to Houston. So um, that to me is crazy. You got to produce in the postseason, right? So, Are they going to be able to overcome that? 
against the team in Kansas City that is supremely confident being there. No, this isn't their best outfit, Kansas City. This isn't their best squad, but that's that's not going to slow them down. I mean, that's it's it, it got it was good enough to beat Buffalo, right? So you know that Kansas City is not going to beat itself. Is Baltimore going to beat itself? Because talent-wise, Baltimore should rest-wise, talent-wise, Baltimore should win this game by 10 to 14 points, in my opinion. Will they is a very different question. Are they mentally ready to get over that hurdle? That is what we will find out in the AFC and NFC Conference Championship Games. All right, my friends, when we come back, it is time for the top five at five. Get ready, my friends. We'll have fun with you next here on Offsides, the Fan Upstate. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 